Would it be weird if I ran off a stage right now? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Falling in love with my husband was very easy to do. <laughs> He's out here really close somewhere, so it makes us extra awkward. <laughs> He's so smart, and he's handsome. He's got these bright blue eyes and big dimples, really nice guns. <laughs> he's so sweet and the most gentle person I think I've ever known. What he didn't know about me is that I come with a lot of baggage. I mean that in the literal sense, just massive pieces of luggage when I travel. I'm not a high-maintenance girl, I'm really not. But I am a girl that likes to have options, all of the options. So very early on when he asked me to travel with him to Europe for two full weeks, the first thought that came to my head was, uh-oh, he's gonna get the first sneak peek at my crazy side. <laughs> See, we had only been dating about two months at this point in time and I was pouring out the very best of who I am. And I was not convinced that he knew the real me yet, you know, like the flaws and all. And when you travel with someone, you get to know them pretty well. But I thought, well, if he's gonna fall in love with me, it's gotta be the real me. So I show up to the airport with my colossal 75-pound piece of luggage plus my carry-on bag, and my husband Gabe, he doesn't bat an eye. So I thought, we are doing this thing. We show up in Amsterdam to this teeny tiny little crackerjack box of a hotel, and I asked the man behind the front desk where the elevator might be. <laughs> he looks at me like I am the silliest American he has ever seen, and he says, lift? We have no lift. And he points at some stairs over in the corner. Now these stairs are so narrow, and they are damn near vertical. And I am thinking, oh my god, how am I going to get my luggage up these stairs? Well, my travel partner saunters over and grabs my luggage for me, and he proceeds to just heave this luggage just right over the top of his head, one step at a time up six flights of stairs to where our room was. <laughs> you laugh as though you may have seen this before because it's, it's hilarious. So obviously I needed to just kind of follow underneath and take photos <laughs> and give some good belly laughs, which I did, knowing full well that this man may never ask me to travel with him ever again. So a few days later, we mosey on to Brussels. This is our big splurge of the trip. It's this magnificent hotel. It's just beautiful. The concierge meet us at the front. They take our luggage for us. There are lots of lifts in this hotel. Our room has champagne and strawberries, and it's so romantic. We make our way to dinner that evening to this cozy restaurant. And just as we're sitting down and getting our food ordered, my nose starts bleeding profusely all over this perfectly starched white tablecloth and our napkins. Seriously, I'm thinking. I jump up, I run to the bathroom. I'm mopping up all of this blood. I'm freaking out the other people in the bathroom. 
I'm there for a while. I make it back out to the table eventually where I have my cold dinner and a very concerned-looking boyfriend. Concerned for me, I'm sure. That's just the kind of guy he is. But I can't help but think, at this point in time, he must be feeling concerned for himself, possibly thinking, who is this lady I'm traveling with? But if that's what he was feeling, he never let on. So a few days later, we make our way to uh, Orval, which is this Trappist monastery that we had been invited to stay at. Now, Orval is just peaceful and serene, and it's the kind of place that if you were to feel like you may have a spiritual experience in life, it's going to happen here. So we get to eat dinner in silence with the monks, and we're sleeping in the monks' quarters. That next morning, I make my way up to the showers, which are separate than the sleeping quarters. When I get back to the room, Gabe goes up to take his shower, and about five minutes later, there's a knock at the door, and I'm thinking, wow, he is really fast. So I'm standing naked on the other side of the door, and I say, come on in. <laughs> well, the door opens wide, and in walks the lovely monk who has been our host during this trip. Mm-hmm. He gets an eye full of me, and he says, Oh! I get an eye full of him, and I say, Ah! This goes on for far too long. I feel like I'm going to lose my shit on this monk. He's just standing frozen in the door, so I just yell at this monk, and I say, Shut the door! I'm standing there, beet red from head to toe, thinking to myself, this is not the spiritual experience that I was hoping for. In walks Gabe. He takes one look at me and he says, whoa, what happened? We leave immediately. I sneak out the back door, Gabe gets us checked out, we hit the road. We have three days left on this trip. We're on our way to Bruges. I'm sitting here thinking, Jacinda, pull it together. What is going on? So we make it to Bruges. We have an incredible time there. It's just perfect and romantic and wonderful. Our very last night of our vacation, we're in our hotel room and we're taking this amazing bubble bath together and we're drinking wine and beer and champagne and we're just feeling so drunk. <laughs> we're feeling so drunk in fact that Gabe decides to drop a marriage proposal on me. Uh-huh, I thought it was funny too. <laughs> in my head I'm thinking he's drunk, he doesn't have a ring, We've only been together a couple of months. And has he been with me this past two weeks? <laughs> Come to find out, he wasn't joking. Well, as it turns out, one sober proposal later, I said yes. And my very patient husband and I have been married for nine years, together for 10. And while I still pack way too much baggage, it never seems to be too much for him to handle. <laughs>